Don't not, you young people get upset by this? Yeah, I'm not. There's old people who need to get off. I thought you were dead. Sun out of your eyes and be yourselves. Heard you were dead. She's dead, wrapped in plastic. That man's dead back then. It was worse than dead. He must be dead. Is this a dead man, Doctor? Hey, welcome to the Roast Mortem Podcast. I'm Tom Saltman. I'm Travis. I'm Cody. Joined with us today is off mic. Scream! How's it going, guys? Nice. <laughs> he was pretty on mic tonight. Mikey boy. Oh, yeah. We're all we're all pretty on tonight. Let's move on. Keep drinking. Yeah! No, we don't wanna... Let's not move on. Keep drinking. <laughs> no, let's move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't want to get too deep. Travis, oh, what'd you do this week? I hit my microphone. <laughs> that that was the first thing I did this week. Okay. Um. Yeah, I pretty much uh, just chilled. Tight. Most of my week. Nice. There you I go. actually did a lot of research for the what we're gonna hear about. Oh, you yeah, you true. did you did a thing. Yeah, you did your job, Cody. By the end of this episode, we're I'm... gonna have the Outback waiter crew come down oh, the stairs and no. give you a birthday, Outback. <laughs> Birthday are time. they are oh. they gonna sing non copywritten birthday music to me? Yeah, we're gonna get or Lexington that la- Steel turn your asshole into a blooming onion. Oh no! <laughs> be still, my be still, my throbbing heart that has been on my wish list Ooh. forever. That's not for anyone to wish, unless you're into it. <sighs> Tom, what do you do? Mm-hmm. This did you week? go to Outback? Shit, I only went to Outback twice this week. <laughs> That's it. and you're still alive. Miraculous. Uh, well, I had to drink a lot of water because you get diarrhea. <laughs> from everything. From the everything. <laughs> Mainly cheese fries, right? Like, you consisted on cheese fries for two days. I use it as they're, a starter they're for my blooming onions, which is my appetizer. <laughs> okay. So I break it. It's American cuisine. So I break it up into a, a starter. Hey! And then hey! An hey! Shut your whore mouth! It's Australian! I forgot. Yeah. So what I've got now is my... <laughs> oh, God. My blooming onion, mate. You hear me? Yeah. But before then, to start it, is some cheese fries, right? Or cheese chips, right? Hey, that's how we say it. No idea. Who cares? All right. Yeah. All right, moving on. I was about to say governor, and then I realized that's not Australia. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're we're the most political. They don't have gov. Fuckers. No, they don't have governors in Australia because they're all criminals. Yeah, that's true. They have they have something. No, they don't. It's lawless. All Mad Max down there. It's not so bad. Me mother was a saint. No, That'll do wasn't. pig. That's what they keep saying. Hey, hey, do pig. Uh, <laughs> ah, you do pig. That'll do, do, do pig. Let me get some bacon on these cheese chips. Cheesy chips. <laughs> cheesy chips. Travis, you did the research this week. Who's on the chopping block? I did. Uh, and this week we're gonna do Douglas MacArthur. Oh, I know that guy. Like the airport man? No, not like the airport man. What? It's not the same borough. I mean, yeah, it is. Okay, <laughs> but <laughs> but but we're not striking that. It is the same guy, but but <laughs> Tom is Tom, dying. Focus. Tom is dying. Yes, oh, it is the same guy. <laughs> but he didn't like to fly, so I don't know why we have an airport named after him. I'm titling this "The American Caesar Salad with Extra Ranch." Uh, uh, sure. Yeah. Mm. See, Douglas MacArthur is known as the American Caesar. Really? And we'll find out why. The American Caesar. That doesn't sound like a loving title. We should open up a Little MacArthur's pizza restaurant. <laughs> Ooh. Little Ma- How much would the breadsticks be? Cheaper? Well, we can get in bed with Olive Garden. 
right? You Endless. Endless. Oh Whoa. my god. Right? Yeah. But this is on It's a, it's a Netflix shit. subscription style thing. So, so you, you pay nine dollars every month. You get breadsticks unlimited. You have for ten ninety nine coming through your fax machine. Oh, they don't oh, stop. Oh, MacArthur's Pizza. MacArthur. If you don't know who Douglas MacArthur was, he Lay was it on me. He was America, one of America's best generals, uh, whose strategy and bravery was unrivaled. And love him or hate him, he knew how to lead with the utmost showmanship. He was a showy boy. Did Show he boy? use sparklers? <laughs> Streamers. Just short Streamers, of sparklers. Yeah. Just short, just short. Paper just crowns. Short. I mean, if you count artillery as sparklers. I do. <laughs> you know I fucking do. Um, he also knew how to rock some fucking badass aviators and a long corncob pipe. I don't know if you've seen a picture of that. It's, I have. It's very phallic. I've, I've seen yeah. caricatures of this boy. Yeah. Uh, he led troops in World War One, World War Two, and the Korean War. Fuck. Oh, and wow. over the course of his career... He had nicknames such as the Fighting Dude, Dugout Doug, the Savior of the Philippines, the American Shogun, and like I said before, the American Caesar. I want to put a drum fill between wow. that and post. Every, every single one of those those names just. That was a healthy, healthy repertoire. Run that through us again? I'm not going to run it through again because okay. in my mind, he's just an e egotistical mama's boy oh. who almost doomed the world with his bravado. And he's also the reason why we have Weebos today. Really? Yeah. Hmm. If you don't know what a Weebo is, Weebo, Weebo. If you know what a Weebo is, it's a person that's way too into Japanese say anime. Oh, Weeb. Uh, most dishonorable, amigo. <laughs> yeah, uno dishonorable. I think the proper term is Japanophile, but whatever. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> shut up, weeb. Shut up, weeb. He was born 1880 in Little Rock, Arkansas. I know that place. Yes. It's where Bill Clinton's from. He is. But he, but don't we don't want to get our terrible accents wrong here. He was very well-spoken. He wasn't... I'm Arkansas. Well, Bill Clinton didn't talk like that. Kind of. They In the beginning, he did. From the cream of the crop. <laughs> he just talked nice and slow, like a southern gentleman. Like a southern... Covered in gravy. Yeah, he was slathered in gravy. That's why Monica loved him. He tasted real good. <laughs> she was a gravy hound. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up gravy, child. Got that gravy on her dress. So he was born there to Arthur MacArthur. No! Arthur MacArthur <laughs> Jr. No! The second time someone picked Arthur for Arthur MacArthur. I hate that. And Mary Pinky... MacArthur. That was her nickname, Pinky. Pinky. She wasn't Mark MacArthur before the marriage. She was <laughs> cute. She, I don't know exactly what she was before that. I forgot. I'm she was a lab moment. rat. But she was. She, had, she, <laughs> she would try to take over the world. Yeah. In a, in a brain all, all, well, over. yeah, only as a sidekick. Yeah. I mean, that's a really good analogy. You'll find out why. Oh. Because Pinky is uh, well, she's a, she's a little manipulative. The same thing. We and do she wants to take night. over the world. She was a dum dum. Well, she was no. But she was, but she she used someone else to try to take over the world. That's what I'm trying uh, to say. Right. Wink, wink, Douglas. Douglas. <laughs> she was a puppet tress. One of the interesting things about those two is that Arthur MacArthur was a Union general, and Pinky was a Confederate sister of one of the officers. So it was like a Ooh. fucking weird mash. Mm. You know what I mean? Obviously, the Confederates and the Union. It's like Romeo like each other. and Juliet without the dumb shit. Right. Yeah, so with all shitty spoken word. Thanks, Shakespeare. You cocksucker. Yeah. It was. It was more like, y'all got slaves. I don't agree with that. Y'all up north, you're a bunch of fages. Um, the they Civil used War. that terminology back then. I'm <laughs> yep. sure. And they both sounded southern. So Arthur MacArthur <laughs> fought 
in the Civil War, obviously, the Indian Wars against Geronimo, the Spanish-American Wars, and eventually the Philippine-American War, which is probably one of the shittiest wars that we ever had, and no one knows about it. Nope. I don't know anything. Neither do I. Are you going to give us a rundown? or I'm going to give you a, a brief summary, because there, I want to touch on that. I'm probably going to do the doles in the future. It's basically American imperialism. We went to the Philippines like, this is ours now, because you got nice land. It, I mean, they do have nice land. They do. This is a great land. Oh, get off our land. But he, he was in charge of, like, invading that shit. So I don't want to get into too much detail, because I got a lot of shit to get into with fucking Douglas. Arthur's a whole nother man. So let's go right into Douglas, then. Heavy. With all this warring that Arthur was doing, Douglas became a little bit of a mama's boy. A bit of, a little bit of a pansy. He wore, he had long locks of hair oh. until he was about eight years old and wore, wore a skirt. I saw those pictures. Yeah. They're pretty funny. It is pretty hilarious. He's a little baby boy. You want to pat him on the head? Little baby boy, pat him on the head like a pat this baby boy and go, hey, little girl, go go play with your dolls. Why? Is that just the trend? That was just what Pinky wanted. Little Pinky. She wanted a girl. Yeah. She did. That's actually funny. I think Henry Lee Lucas was the same thing. Who's that? Serial killer. Oh, okay. Yeah, his mom treated him like a girl. She wanted a girl. Ooh, that, fancy. That was a little, little Douglas. And Pinky would tell Douglas that he was born to rule and destined for greatness because he came from a noble family. Ooh. She was setting him up. Manifest like, destination. You're going you're gonna to be, be, be good. You're white, so that's a good stat. <laughs> exactly. He, go. try, he tries to get into West Point two times. Was rejected twice because of the curvature of his spine. Had a little scoliosis. Oh, really? Yeah, a little scoliosis. You can stretch that out real quick if you need to. Yeah, just hang hang you by a rope for a scoliosis while. Scoliosis does, does sound like a pasta. Yeah. <laughs> it does. It's like elbow macaron. Scoliosis. Scoliosis. <laughs> Eventually, he was accepted into West Point and moved in. Pinky, Third time's a charm. Yeah, Pinky moved in in a hotel across from his dorm so she could watch him... Make sure that he was studying, that his light was on oh. in the night. Jeepers, creepers. Oh. Exactly. Just sitting there fucking, my boy doing the best. That's not creepy. I'm going to be knitting these motherfucking mittens for him all the night. Oh, you better shit. be studying. Let me get it. This isn't the first time that she would kind of interfere with authority to make sure that her boy got ahead. But uh, And I'm sure that that shit went on. Uh, but Douglas graduated top of his class and had the third best score at West Point ever. Ever. Really? Ever. Ever. Of all time. Yeah. Uh, Robert E. Lee beat him, and then one other dude beat him. That's, that's, a, that's a nice pedigree to beat out. Who's Robert the other e. dude? I don't, I didn't, I he, couldn't find out. He, of course, would have said the other dude's name if he knew I it. just knew Robert E. Lee. Probably something like uh, I'm curious Steve, Steve, Steve uh, McFry. It was probably of Trump lineage. <laughs> oh. It was Trump. It was Trump's mule. Trump the minus eighth. Oh. When you go backwards, you know, Trump. He's, uh, he's renaming his older right. relative. I adopted him. him when he died. <laughs> Good boy. After MacArthur graduates from West Point, he's commissioned as a second lieutenant in the Army Corps of Engineers. And at first is stationed in the Far East, as they would put it. Where's that? That's fucking Asia. Yep. Like, that. you know. They just fucking carte blanche, far east, like Asia, Orient, the Orient, Asia, like the band. With I never, Carl Palmer on drums. Yeah, yeah. I never understood that because here in America, to get to the far east, you go west, and to get to the Western world, you head east. It doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. No, especially I mean, if you're in America. 
The Earth is a globe. It doesn't really matter north to south. Well, the Grand Meridian, that's an old line. Let's put it that way. It's the first line. <laughs> he is stationed in the Far East, serving under his father, Arthur MacArthur Jr., Shit. who is now Chief of Staff of the Army in Japan and the Philippines. Betty Good. Betty Whoa. Good. And according to one of Arthur's uh, aides, apparently, this is his quote, Arthur MacArthur was the most flamboyant and egotistical man I've ever met until I met his son. Hello, lads. Wow. Yeah. Flamboyant as in uh, he embodied the army life. He had charisma. He's wielding yeah. pom-poms. Right. So this dude walked around. He knew he was fucking hot shit. His dad had 10 corncob pipes in his mouth. <laughs> he had corncob pipes coming out of his asshole. They That's... just drop it. They shake out of his pant leg. Looks like hemorrhoids. You pull them down. It's just oh, a whole bunch of corncob. Corncob. Rough corncob piping. That That's actually fun. The idea of eating a corncob pipe and you can't digest it. So it just comes out the other side. You get it for later. Yeah, Pre-packed. You smoke that pipe so hot that it just, just came out the other side. Smoke that it turd. Came on out. It came on out. 1914. Yeah. He is sent on a military expedition to Vanna Cruz, Mexico. And this is where, you know, his bravado kicks in again. Mm -hmm. Douglas supposedly leads an unauthorized recon mission behind enemy lines. What? Yeah. Well, he's part of the recon team, right? Sure. And on a hand-pumped rail cart, which is like the old-timey... Cartoon know, rail cart. Two, two dudes on a rail cart pumping this thing, mm -hmm. right? He uh, went on a rampage. Multiple shootouts, killed a bunch of enemy outposts, and returned back to base with all this recon. Yeah. Hurry up, boys! Chipotle's about to close! Ah! He did a drive-by on a push cart. Yeah. Uh, Can't what, hear it coming. That shit probably didn't happen, because he's... He, he's a liar. <laughs> is he a liar? Yeah. You haven't mentioned that till now. Well, he is a liar because he had three bullet holes in his clothes, but no wounds. <laughs> <laughs> he's a slippery yes! boy. Yeah. He's got the dress with no mess. Yeah. Ooh, I've been hit. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of imagining. Barrio cactus needle. I'm kind of imagining him like on the sidelines bored. Just taking his own handgun, just shooting holes <laughs> yeah, exactly. through the wrinkles of his clothes. Like, I'm yeah, tell him about that one. Because this is unauthorized, none of his higher ups know about this mission, right? And uh, Douglas, eager for notoriety, nominates himself for the Medal of Honor. <laughs> is that Which allowed? is something that, no, it's, it's something allowed. that doesn't happen. Like, the Medal of Honor is like, you've done some fucking shit. You've served your country, and someone will nominate you for that. Douglas is like, no, me. It's me. I did this thing, dog. <laughs> yeah. Well, Dick. I'd do it. <laughs> <laughs> the review board for this Medal of Honor found that very fishy because no one had any proof of him actually doing this crazy stunt. And they threw that shit out. Oh. Get out of here. Tisk. Tisk. Yeah. You're not allowed to vote for yourself. Well, it's not even just that. Like, he did an unauthorized fucking mission. And... and, and and actually, somebody in the 70s tried to recreate what he said he, he could do, and they found out it was impossible. Ooh. Yeah. Like, this is after he died, you know. It, it was some jive turkeys out there. There was some jive turkeys. There were some roast mortem brothers out there. Yeah, dog. So, World War I happened. The war to end all wars. <laughs> the, and The Great War, right? The Great War. Now, if I'm correct, this wasn't followed by any other wars. No. No, there were no wars before this. This was the first war that they used... Spicy wind. <laughs> Spicy wind. 
So Douglas assembles the Rainbow Division, Ooh. which is the 42nd Infantry, here on Long Island, actually, which was assembled out of National Guardsmen. Yeah. National. National Guardsmen. Home state pride. Right. And uh, if you were interested, if you're from Long Island, it was in Hempstead next to where the Cradle of Aviation is right now. Oh. So, that makes yeah. sense. That makes sense. A bunch sense. of camps out there. It's like mainly farmland. Mm-hmm. Assembled that shit. As a young major... He was really exceptional in World War One. The Doughboys called him the Fighting Dude, as I mentioned before. You just uh, called them Doughboys? What? The, oh yeah. So World War One troops were called Doughboys, <laughs> like a little Pillsbury, like hee hee. <laughs> yeah, don't tickle them too hard. Who signed? They might off surrender. On that. Who signed off on that? Just I don't know. Generals. I don't know why they called them Doughboys. Probably just because they're mashed. They get they mashed. Like the, they like the Simpsons so much. The <laughs> yeah. Doughboys. The Doughboys. Dough. Thanks, Matt Groening. Mm-hmm. The fighting dude, they loved him. He was he was actually a really good fucking... Sexual partner. Sexual boy. Yeah. Sexual boy. Wasn't rocking the aviators yet. Rocking a trench coat. A uh, little little side note, probably didn't even have eyes at this point. Yeah. So, so young. No eyes. So young. No, young boy. At uh, I'm going to butcher this because it's French. At St. Michael's, which is a battle site. Okay. Um, St. Michael's. Right. We. We. As the shells were approaching, he told a young tank officer, George Patton, who's, oh, yeah, who's, you know, another, General Patton, another general, uh, don't worry, Major, you'll never hear the one that gets you. It's pretty badass. That's comforting. Like that. That's slightly comforting. Right. So he's larger than life. He's walking around in that perfect uniform, walking the trenches of he's walking in the park. With massive tits. Yeah. He's fucking hard as hell. He's walking around, <laughs> fucking boner, popping out the top of the trench. Wow. And Mike, had, his boners are getting shot out by, you know, I would, enemy snipers. I would. It was just, you know, the trick <laughs> is you can, you can get around that as long as you don't smoke a cigarette at the tip of your dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah you just don't want to shine. Uh, it's hard to get a beat on you if you uh, abstain from the smoking. Well, it was glistening, so it probably got shot at a bunch. Glistening too. <laughs> glistening too. We probably, probably used it as a decoy. And Douglas knew he was hot shit, but... General Pershing, who was in command of all the World War One troops, mm-hmm. didn't like him. He like he knew he saw through his vanity, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. And Pershing didn't add him to the list of promotions for a brigadier general, which oh. pissed fucking MacArthur off. Got no passed end. over. How dare you? Yeah. And he wrote home to his mom, Pinky. What's up, Pinky? Hey, Pinks. What's up, Pink in the Stank? Stank. Hi, mom. You staying pack? Staying pack. He's like, hey, mama. He didn't do me to general, brigadier general, dog. I thought you said he wasn't a drooling southerner. That wasn't a, that was him whining. Yeah. He probably went back to the southerner thing. He only whined in a southern accent. Yeah, only whined in the southern accent. She was appalled, and she pulled some strings in Washington. And what? Du- and Douglas got promoted to brigadier general. Your mom has uh, Washington strings to pull? Well, she's the wife of, like, a... Uh, the of biggest Arthur general, Arthur, Arthur MacArthur, the the Union hero. There you go. And uh, and just to rub some salt on the wound, she sends Pershing a thank you letter. <sighs> oh, thanks for doing that thing. You oh, don't thanks for do. promoting my son, boy, my son, boy, child. Yeah, you, you did the nasty for me. See, I'm, I'm a big old pinky, so you're gonna like to do what I do. <laughs> Sincerely, Pinky. P.S. How you doing? 
I feel like I feel like she just like shoved those two fingers up there, wiped it on the letter, just wrote, "Smell this." <laughs> wow, <laughs> no, that's how she sealed the envelope. <laughs> little fucking pink stink. Well, little pink stink. Like, boys. <laughs> well, the joke's on Douglas because he had his brigade the day before Armistice. Armistice. Remind me about. Oh my Armistice. God! What is that? Armistice was the day that World War One ended. Oh, perfect. Right, so he, had, he had his brigade for a day. Yep, good. Then ended. Can't fuck that up, can you? Yeah. Perfect score. After the war ended, he was highly decorated with medals. Again, the troops love this dude. He didn't get the Medal of Honor. He really wanted that. Oh. But the thing about him is he was awarded a Purple Heart and the Wound Stripes, but he was never wounded. Yeah, I was about to say, how's that possible? He marched around with these like, oh, I got the Purple Heart. Now right? I'm Swedish. <laughs> Swedish boy. Douglas MacArthur, totally Swedish. <laughs> so he got a purple heart without getting hit. Yeah, I mean, they say that he might have been like lightly gassed, but I mean, not enough for him to like lightly gasp. Yeah, I mean, well, people that got gassed back then fucking had, they were like the Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, their skin melted and they yeah. turned to bullshit people. But this dude was a gorgeous man. Thanks for your man. service, by the way. <laughs> yeah, thanks for your service. This man was a glistening golden man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't get the right to walk around with a purple heart. I oh. stubbed my toe on gas. Give me the purple heart. Give me that purple heart. So this guy's a career, you know, military man. Sure. Comes back. There's a bunch of years where he's doing shit. Eventually, he's stationed back in the Philippines. Hey. And Herbert Hoover. Herbie. The hey. Friend, old my Herb, favorite. Favorite prez, Herb Herb. Uh, makes him the chief of staff of the army in 1930. Thanks to some lobbying by Pinky. Pinky was in on that too? Yeah, Pinky was in on that too. She was a wet lady. I like that mom. Yeah, it's probably just, just laying it all out for watching. She was mom. fucking gashing around. She's fucking slaying all these people. Yeah, probably right out there on the Lincoln Memorial, Spread Eagle. <laughs> Who wants him? I'm about to litigate with some of this wet and moistness. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> litigate. Name, yeah. Who you right. suing? Oh, she was she was making it happen. Oh yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. She, she she was suing the dry girls. She's putting the political pressure on. Yeah, political pressure. Douglas is also making it happen in the Philippines. He met a sixteen-year-old girl. That just happens. <laughs> in the Philippines. There you go. In the Philippines. Named Elizabeth Cooper, who was a uh, you know stage woman. What She's, was her real name? Was she Filipino? That was her actual name. She was like half Filipino, half. British, I think. Uh, the half Some Fili- type of weird half. You, you can't trust the half Filipino, half American people. They'll they'll just stab you in your sleep while you're doing a podcast. Cody is a half American, half Filipino person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hi. Oh, hey, half. I pray for my life every day. Hello, half breed. How are you? I'm fine. So she's 16, and Douglas is 50. He had, oh, yeah, what? a little bit of a little gap, a little gap here. What's the rule? There's a rule to this. She liked the grit on his tongue. <laughs> the grit from years of corn pa- cob pipe smoking. Yeah, big time. <laughs> like sandpaper. Um, he had left his wife the year before. I didn't mention her because like yeah. she was there for like a fucking Minute. couple years. She was a like, millionaire and basically got divorced with him because he was poor. Really? Well, poor in her standard. She was like. She was like the, you know. Do you have to work now? That's what? no good. Yeah. You got <laughs> no good. I can't. Yeah. I can't have you being a, a general. Right. And, and and Douglas was fucking loaded from his military service. Mm. But she was like, I think she was like half a billionaire 
in the 19 fucking 30s. Oh my yeah. goodness. That's a lot. That's flapper lady. Too much money. She took Cooper on as a mistress. Sure. Just on the sideline. Side chick. He was extremely afraid that his 80 year old mother, Pinky, would find out his secret. Oh, goodness. She had eyes everywhere. She had eyes everywhere. She was all over this boy. She had pink eye. <laughs> pinky eye. No, pinky eye. <laughs> Douglas is called back to Washington. Gives Elizabeth. Ah. Gives Elizabeth. Ah, I can't uh-huh. say Elizabeth. Gives Elizabeth. <laughs> Take it from the top, buddy. Oh, no, I'm going to keep going. Gives Elizabeth a place to stay at the Chaston Hotel in Washington. And according to MacArthur's biographer, quote, Ooh. He showered Cooper with presents and brought her many lacy tea gowns, but no raincoats. She didn't need one, he told her. Her duty was in the bed. She was constantly wet. Oh, you beat me to it, Tom. Yeah, <laughs> she was wet. Yes. Watch out for this guy, because I seen it. I don't know. I seen it. Like, uh, I haven't constantly seen it. Constantly wet. I don't know what oh, that's like. He, Tom was shaking his hand off. I was all slick. Mm, mm, slick mm, like mm. So he's got his fucking Filipina whore fucking chilling, mm, banging half, the shit up. But, he, but, but keep Filipino in mind, whore. this guy is... He's 50, he's rough. Yeah, I mean, he's single, but he's all, this is also a fucking underage minor. But anyway, back in the day, I uh, probably could have passed by Bygones this. be bygones. Right, it's mm-hmm. terrible. It's terrible. I'm not... Don't, don't not, you young people get upset by this. Yeah, I'm not... There's old people who need to get off. Yeah. Um, the Washington Post published a report about MacArthur, basically saying that he was actively campaigning for his own promotions, which is what he's been doing all along. He's very good at, like, self-promotion. Is that what it is? Yeah. Right. right. I mean, I don't think anyone else is... He's got a crazy LinkedIn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is. His fucking network's wide. 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 He's wide. Spread. He's got the goatsy of as networks. As wide as Elizabeth's anus. <laughs> MacArthur sues uh, the author of the report, Drew Pearson, for defamation. But the lawsuit is dropped uh, when Pearson threatens to publish his love letters from Elizabeth. His Eurasian paramour, as he says. How did he get those letters? Well, Elizabeth was being a little bit skanky. She was going out on the oh, town. No. She showed up, you know, she was putting it out there. Are you telling me that this Filipino whore was being a whore around town? Right. And he had some he had some problems with this whore. Is a town bike? She, she was she yeah, she was getting around. She was getting around Washington. She was apparently getting around New York too. Back wow. in the day, fucking taking that train up there. Amtrak. Taking the Amtrak. Yeah. yeah. Amtrak. Fucking expensive as shit. It's actually faster then than it is today. You know that? <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That doesn't surprise me. Is that like a legit thing? Yes, it's a legit thing. It's uh, from D- D.C. to New York. It was faster back in, I think, the 50s than it is now. And a lot of that has to do with the amount of stops and shit that they do. But also, only go up, boys. Yeah, Amtrak's a fucking piece of shit. Ah. So anyway, in those letters, he would address it as daddy. Oh! Ooh. That's very Trumpy. Yeah. yeah, Trump goes by daddy. Does he? Oh, yeah. Internal memos? Very weird. That is weird. Yeah. Douglas withdrew his lawsuit after, you know, he was threatened with these letters coming public. Mm-hmm. Mainly because he was afraid of his mom finding out. What if Pink finds out that I've been banging brown? <laughs> is it? Is wow. it brown? Ah, Of course it's brown. It's just a 
There's a lot of different it colors of brown. Different shades. Yeah. It, yeah, it depends on how well done. This isn't cooked. my world. This I'm is just... coming from Pinky, who's pink. I'm yeah, just, Pinky I'm... to Brown is what Pinky Tom's to saying. Brown. I'm just here to paint a picture. Good job. Tom's yeah. job. Paint the picture. Paint the picture. Tom painting pictureman. You're basically fucking Bob Ross over there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He gives Elizabeth. He gives. I can't say Elizabeth today. I can't say fucking Elizabeth. Just say Lizzie. I can say it when I'm angry. Just think of a uh, Elizabeth Hurley. You'll oh, be able oh. to say that one. Ooh, I can say Elizabeth. She's a sexy Hurley. fifty-three year old. Yeah, she is very old now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, she he gives Elizabeth Hurley. I mean Elizabeth uh, fifty thousand dollars and a plane ticket back to the Philippines. She doesn't use that plane ticket. Oh. She goes and opens up a hairdressing salon somewhere in the Midwest and eventually moves to L.A. to become a star and then kills herself. <laughs> That's a fuck full. Yeah. That's a yeah. full to-do list. No shit. Yeah. Well, she was a star in the Philippines, wink, wink. Mainly just got around. Whoa. But, uh, you know, I guess she probably got around in uh, L.A. too. I just she didn't just, like it a anymore. A star is a star. Star is a star. So the Great Depression hits. Right. Usually we're, we're in the 30s now. Uh-huh. We're moving into the legit 30s. Oh, sorry. I thought this was later. This was with with his his whore. Oh, okay. So we oh, were the in the 30s. Was, oh, okay. We, we were, were in, the 30s. in the 30s. I thought we were talking 40s now. No, 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 no. We're still in the 30s. Okay. Humphrey wasn't chilling as much. So, so uh, Elizabeth, she died much later. But like this all happened like early before the depression hit. All right. Then the depression hits. 43,000 protesters, most of whom were World War I vets and their families, gathered in Washington, D.C. and demanded a cash payment redemption for their services. Oh, wow. And certificates. This would be called the Bonus Army. Hmm. So they just camped out in Washington. Okay. And Herbert Hoover commands Douglas... Get these people off my lawn. I'm trying to vacuum. You did it. That's what he told him. He's like, I'm trying to hoover this boy up. Wow. <laughs> Get these boys off my lawn. And uh, MacArthur leaves. Put him on my carpet yeah. so I can suck him up. You're the bagless upright. Yeah, of course we're British when we're old. <laughs> Ye old oldies. So MacArthur leads the this set of troops towards the green where these guys are camping out. And at first... The protesters think that they're saluting them. Like, oh, look, a little parade of uh, troops and tanks. They brought, like, cavalry, troops, tanks. The ultimate Christmas ornament. Yeah. And also George Patton's there. Oh, you know, famous right. Patton boy. So they're like, hey, wow, we did a good job in World War One. These boys are marching around. And then the cavalry charges. <laughs> and the bayonet and the, the infantry advances with bayonets fixed. Usually. The bonus army marchers and their wives and children are driven out. Their shelters burned and belongings are destroyed. That's um, how you handle people who yeah. are upset. Yeah, uh, especially vets, right? Mm-hmm. America. Yeah. But the cherry on top is the army infantry, led by Douglas, used tear gas on the World War One vets. That's new. Yeah, which is an ar- and the, and the tear gas was tear gas was an arsenic based vomiting agent, mm-hmm. which right? is uh, they were probably crying already. So it was useless. Well, and also these are World War One vets that fucking were in the trenches and getting gassed. Constantly. <laughs> Constantly. Constantly getting gassed. And oh, now, I know that smell. Yeah. Oh. All right, Martha. As soon as that Hot Pocket's done, we got to move along. <laughs> so the vets cross the Anacostic River, Anacosta River, 
uh, to the larger camp, and Hoover said, all right, it's enough, it's enough, right? You fucking fucked these vets up enough, MacArthur. And MacArthur said, no, that's not enough. <laughs> these, this bonus army is trying to overthrow the government. Mm-hmm. So he directly uh, goes against the president's orders, right? Keeps attacking. Okay. In the end, 55 veterans are inter- injured, 100 and. A hundred and thirty-five are arrested. A veteran's life, veteran's wife miscarriages, and an infant dies of tear gas. Holy poisoning! Fuck! Did any veterans die? Uh, they, the fifty-five were injured, and one of the veterans' right, kids no, died. Right, a veteran's kid died, and then a veteran's to-be kid died. Yeah. Wow, that's sad. That's rough for a it is. And this is a dude that fought in World War One. How long? Right, ago he was, was a uh, ten, fifteen years ago. Recent memory. Yeah. I don't know these people. I don't recognize any of you. Get these soldier faithfuls out of my sight. Well, Gas them! This is the thing. Like, I'm saying all this stuff, and he sounds like a real scumbag right now. But when we flash forward to, like, the 60s, 50s, he is a hero. Right? Ooh. So, like, are we, are we taking that distance now? What's that? Are you going to be talking about the 50s and 60s now? No. I'm just, I'm just saying that, like... It's working up right, to it. Right now, he looks like a little ween. Little Papa John's. Right. Huh. Little Papa John's ween. But when we get there, you know, it's for someone that might not know who he is, right? Just looks like a little spicy ween. Mm-hmm. And he still is a spicy ween. I'm not trying to say he's not a spicy ween. You're just talking about public image. Right. Yeah. Public image. Dwight D. Eisenhower, who is an aide of MacArthur. You know, I, Dwight D. I like Ike. Yeah. Little, little, little Prezi boy I later like in Ike. the future. Dwight, the big D Eisenhower. <laughs> Biggest D. He believes that it's wrong that the highest, the Army's highest officer is leading of action against fellow American war veterans. Quote, I told the dumb son of a bitch not to go down there. I told him it wasn't the place for the chief of staff. Fucking <sighs> son of a bitch. Eisenhower's right. Yeah. MacArthur's a big old duty hole. He's a big ween. He just seems like he's the guy that doesn't do what other people ask him to do. And he's hailed for it. Yeah, I mean that's the big thing is it's he's led by ego. Uh, I don't like that. Led by ego, not good. Never good. Hubris. Yeah, Hubie. The Great Depression, you know, goes on, and Roosevelt's eventually elected. Right? Roosevelt wants to turn the economy around and uh, gives heavy slashes to military spending. MacArthur has an argument with the Prez at the White House. Is he all like, dude? What's up with your legs, mate? Why you not walking, dog? Yeah, you can't walk. Can't walk with it. Watch me, me dunk. I walk the walk. I talk the talk. You can't even fucking walk. Is the what o- up, dog? Yeah, he just wa- he strolled in the Oval Office, did a dunk, and left. I was gonna say, <laughs> was this argument about bare knuckle boxing or knife fighting? Yeah, he had a knife in his mouth the whole time when he whole said. Time. When he said this quote, this is him talking about the actual incident, right? Incident. I spoke recklessly, and I said some things to the general effect that when we lost the next war. An American boy lying in the mud with an enemy bayonet in his belly and the enemy's foot on his dying throat would spit out the last, his last curse. And I want that to be not the name of MacArthur, but Roosevelt. It's <laughs> uh, pretty pa- dramatic. He's, he's passing the dramatic, right? He's yeah, passing he the You can really um, paint a picture. Hey. Hey. How are you? It's, it's a man who can walk talking to a man who can't walk. Pretty much. Painting a picture for you. Thank you. Ba- basically, uh, Roosevelt was the um, in the Burger King kids realm. He was wheels. 
<laughs> You're really going to go with that. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Wheels. After this argument, fucking MacArthur walks outside and pukes on the White House steps. How? Does a big old yak. What do you mean? He's just, He's just like really riled up and he just, the first thing he knows is just puke. Like, ah! I can relate. Mm, that's good survival techniques. Not just a lot of things in the wild. Vomit when agitated, so expedited fleas. Nature Easier. is smart. Yeah, I think turkey vultures vomit before they flee, just so it's lighter. I'm leaving. Bye. We're going to flash forward a little bit. Do it. It's World War Two. MacArthur is the field marshal. Wait, World War Two? Well, World the, War Two? The Great, Great War. War. The Great War didn't last. Yeah, there it was, was another well, one. Yeah, the War to End All Wars. Are right? you telling Part me there were two of these there wars? Dose wars. What the fuck? I can't believe it. Yeah, yeah. World War Two happens, and uh, fucking MacArthur is the field marshal of the Philippines again. Hey, he's probably going back there for more puss. He's trying to find a, a 15-year-old. <laughs> Go, Moving it down. Raising the bar lower. How are you? Raising the bar lower. <laughs> yeah, that's, some, that's, that's uh, a quote. That might go to the top of the episode. Raising we'll the bar later. lower, you know what I mean? Hey. Okay. <laughs> uh, Japanese attack Pearl Harbor. And everyone knew that the Japanese would first attack the Philippines. Because it's like American territory right around the fucking corner. Mm -hmm. You're not going to go run fucking five city blocks fucking blow up, you know, a zone that you don't like. You just walk across the street and fucking piss on yeah. your neighbors. Is that a Chipotle line. metaphor? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's like it's going after the low-hanging fruit. That's yeah. what he was into. It's yeah. like going after the low-hanging fruit, right? It doesn't make sense right to there. overextend yourself. They storm the islands, and Douglas MacArthur has a bunch of troops trained, but he retreats back to his island fortress of Corrigador. Hmm? Corrigador. Corrigador. Yeah, it's basically like the villain fucking island with a weird tunnel, oh, a the giant, evil a giant skull with a uh, with a waterfall coming out of it, and jetpacks. Yeah, always out. lightning bolts striking it, and yeah. there's like vultures. The and entrance eagles. is of course behind the waterfall. Yeah, you have to go through yeah, the waterfall. Yeah, yeah. Right. He earns the nickname Dugout Doug there. Why? Because while his Philippine American troops are du duking it out in Bataan, he's just hanging out. In this fucking Corregidor. Drinking mojitos? Yeah, fucking chilling. And this is what they have to say about him. Oh my goodness. Oh boy. Yeah, they don't like that man. What a lathered boy. What the fuck? This is basically Doug is just chilling. Um, so while they're in Krigador, Douglas and his staff, and this, by the way, what I'm gonna tell you, we don't was uh kept a secret until 1979. What? So at the time people didn't know about this. Yeah. But Douglas and his staff were secretly given over half a million dollars from the Filipino Treasury. By by uh, President Quezon for their quote unquote pre war services. And basically, this was a bribe to get the president off of Corregidor via a submarine escape. No shit. I thought that it was an expensive blowjob. Pre war services. That just sounds fishy as fuck. This is a 
fishy blow. This job. is this is. <laughs> I, was, I was adding a com- uh, a comma in there. Get the president off the island. <laughs> Get the president oh, off. off the island. The island. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. Eisenhower. I like Ike fucking refuses this shit. He's like, that's dishonorable. We're losing this fucking country right now. I'm not taking money from you. Buy peens. Buy weens. Suck it, losers. Eventually, Roosevelt orders MacArthur and his officers to relocate to Australia. And then after that shit, the Bataan death marches happen and concentration camps were established. Ooh. Are you saying that in these concentration camps... Now, I, uh, I know our listeners can't see what's happening here, but I know what you were implying with your hands, so sexually... <laughs> There's a lot of concentrating going on. Is that on. in these concentration camps, they were learning how to cut the perfect blooming onion. <laughs> <laughs> to send to Australia so they could learn the art of the blooming onion. Learn the ah. Cody, was that insensitive? You had... No! <laughs> you, yeah, do you have relatives there, too? You had relatives that I just suffered w- Bataan no. death marches? Yeah, I just want to say I do have a grandpappy <laughs> that did survive this Bataan death march that Travis is outlining. My mother's dad uh, was one of the people that had to march to their doom. But before that happened, he tripped out balls, talked with angels, and woke up in a field medic unit. And uh, had my mom, which had me. And I'm giving a podcast right now on this topic, which is insane. Direct correlation. There ah! you go. Whoa, type bro, that he nailed some gnarly waves in the Philippines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if... This death march happened, and my grandpappy was less resilient. I wouldn't be here commentating on it. Oh, so thanks. cool! Thanks, thanks, MacArthur. Yeah, thanks, thanks MacArthur. MacArthur. Could be a lot more dank without you. Could have had three Cody's here. <laughs> Dude, we all could be. Cody's. Is that how that works? <laughs> of course. I gotta look in, into. In that. an alternate universe, we are all the Cody. MacArthur, with his tail between his legs, escaping to Australia, triumphantly says. I shall return. As he flees. As he flees. Okay. Sure. So that's some Doctor Doom shit. Yeah, he's like fucking turned. I'm just I was gonna say it's like Megatron shit. Yeah. I'm out of here. I'll be back when I sort this out. Late, <laughs> late, later, guys. <laughs> when I, I kind of fucked up, but I'll be back. I mean you can play a clip. I here. have dinner reservations at the Outback Steakhouse. I'll be back. <laughs> Washington asks him to amend the statement saying, we shall return, meaning fucking the U.S. will come back. Oh, And he course. was like, nah, I will return. Just me. Just Watch me. Watch out, you fucking weirdos. Watch out, my dick is so hard yeah. retreating. He's like, I am the U.S. <laughs> I'm the I... U.S.A. The flagpole that the banner of our states fly, the 50 states, is on my cock. Rigid. Ever rigid. I have a serious question. No. Yes. Is Pinky alive at this point? Pinky is alive in spirit. Pinky is, I think, dead. Oh. Pinky died. You have got to be fucking me. Pinky died when he went to the Philippines. Oh. I forgot to bring that fact up, but it's almost glanced over because he remarried. That's what we want to hear. Ah, well, Pinky's dead. Pinky is a dead bitch. Take a moment of silence for Pinky. For Pinky. <laughs> Pour one out for Pinky. Pinky stand. I need need a little room tone that I can repeat over and over. (laughs) (laughs) We're not going to give it to you. So continue home without Pinky. Yeah, Pinky. My my heart's broken. We'll manage without Pinky. Pinky's dead. MacArthur's retreating, and George Marshall, 
who's the Steve, uh, ah, who's the Steve, who's the chief staff officer of the army? Chief of staff of the army. <laughs> That's words. I don't, I never was in the military. Can't formulate the words that are coming out of my formulating mouth. Anyway, George Marshall decides that MacArthur should be awarded the Medal of Honor and for uh, his retreat. Wait, who said that he should? George Mar- Marshall. So George Marshall, was he actually MacArthur with like a mustache on? <laughs> yeah, that's that my seems question. To be the trend. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, hello, this boy is magnificent. Give Ma- him. Huh. He left medals. a bad place. Give him one of these. <laughs> Give him one of these. Never mind my mustache. The, the, the quote was, to offset any propaganda by the enemy directed by his leaving command, we should give him the Medal of Honor. I, I can't believe how well he left. Mm, frisky. Oh, he left so well. Like a regal defined gent. He had seven of the tiny beers on the plane ride over. Those are seven? expensive. Seven! Those are very expensive with this half a million dollars he got from Emperor... Her president kiss on. I think they only let you carry ten today. Well, this Beers is a million. No, no, the the small liquor bottles. Mm-hmm. It's the mm. maximum amount you're allowed to bring. All right. So he he was under. He was under actually. He didn't he didn't overachieve. I said seven. He could have gone three more. What a yeah. puss. Uh, what I'm saying is that it's always a two way trip. Mm. You always bring twenty. Well, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Yes, so he finally gets the Medal of Honor. He's actually the first father-son duo to get a Medal of Honor. So his Arthur MacArthur okay. had a Medal of Honor Ooh, from trivia. the Civil War. Nice. And then Douglas MacArthur had a Medal of Honor. From, from two. Retreating. <laughs> from two. World War II. Yes. Great War II. Eisenhower actually pointed out that MacArthur did not perform any acts of valor as required by law to get the Medal of Honor. Fuck yeah, okay. Eisenhower. So Eisenhower is. Eisenhower got his head screwed on straight. Yeah. Okay. But Marshall cited the 1927 award that went to Charles Lindbergh as a precedent. And if you don't know who Charles Lindbergh is, he was just some dickhead that flew across the Atlantic Ocean. He so made it, it. He got in on a technicality. Right. I've done they that. gave him the Medal of Honor like, oh, you flew far. I've been there three times. That's it's easy. Cool. Anyone can do that shit now. Give me a Medal of Honor. <laughs> Fucking sat down for like three hours while I had to pee. MacArthur leads the Australians and a very green troop of Americans in attacks in New Guinea, right? So Japan is in New Guinea. He's fucking leading these Australians and this like very new Australian, uh, very new American boys find New Guinea. Mm-hmm. Also, I don't know if you've ever seen the Australian uniform. Is it's, it awesome? It's basically Steve Irwin. Okay. They all have shorts. Oh, really? <laughs> they have like Khakis? shorts and the fucking Aussie flip hat. So, and they're wearing the khaki oh. tan? Yeah, it's all khaki. They're all khaki. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Mm. And they have just like guns and they're killing people. I'd, I'd fight in their army just for the look of it. Charisma. Makes sense. I mean, we have the better country, but they have the better uniform. And they have the Australian for beer, Fosters. And they also are the originators of the Blooming Onion. I don't know if we've <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> it's enough. all about the goddamn Blooming Onion with you, Tom. Enough. Try to have some fun and you bring up the Blooming Onion. What? It's supposed to get serious? It's not yeah, fun. Blo- <laughs> serious as a heart attack. Now, that's what I call a starter before my appetizer, mate. Shrimps on the Barbie? That's exactly it. Shrimps never on the Barbie. So this is where MacArthur's egotism and vanity shines. Here. Here's where it starts to shine? Yeah, this is where it really kicks in. All right. While his men are in the shit in the jungles of fucking New Guinea, Mm -hmm. he's pictured wearing silk pajamas in an island far away 
The Australians call him the chocolate soldier. He's just, <laughs> you know, just eating chocolate all the time. Was he like an, a, a, what was his name? Augustus Glunt? Gloop? Oh, he's like a gloopy? Yeah. yeah. He's just like eating chocolate or in places you're not supposed to eat chocolate. Even the chocolate guy kicks you out of the factory. Oh, yeah, yeah. chocolate. He, you ate too much chocolate. You're going to get stuck in the pipe. <laughs> Uh, boy, you're gonna get stuck in the Easy pipe. You're the stuck chocolate. in the pipe called war, and you're covered in chocolate. For some reason, we're gonna throw metals at you. You look like a fool. If you ever get stuck in a pipe anywhere, you Just need to go chocolate. on a diet. Just eat chocolate. The, yeah. the paleo, Atkins, uh, those are both terrible for you, but do them. No, paleo's Paleo's are right. Atkins paleo's terrible. tight, because you get to eat meat. Yeah. You just don't eat breads. Yeah. So whatever, who gives a shit? I don't know, he's anyway, a chocolate soldier. You can eat nuts. And he takes a photo op of him at the battlefield in New Guinea. You can eat chocolate. Ah, <laughs> uh, you can eat coconut. Uh, enough of this. Okay. He takes this photo op of him on the battlefield in New Guinea. But there's a slip up because the camera crew captures him leaving the battle site in a limo. Really? That's nah. not the proper vehicle nah. to make a battle site exodus. You think throw maybe, it out there. I think maybe a Jeep, a tank. I like the Jeep angle. Humvee? Not a limo. Was it one of those limos with the was it a battle hot limo? tubs in the back? Yeah. Was it a straight up hot tub? Patton was back no, there. Oh, battle giving limo. Giving a little tuggy. Tight. With a bunch of... Uh, he's now, uh, at this point in the podcast, we should mention he's probably up to 14-year-olds. Yeah, he's me? going lower. He's going... Oh. Like I said, he's raising the bar lower, he's what I say? raising the bar lower. lower. It's Eastern Chicks. Yin Yang. Legal, non-legal. Is that what you're trying to say, Tom? Like, where are we at in this uh, sex crime? He fudges all the communiques. How? Just fucking fudging numbers, saying, I didn't lose this much. Like, let's just fucking tell the post. Oh, he's doing, like, yeah. revisionist history? Yeah, he's okay. like, oh, I lost maybe, like, ten dudes, but he actually lost, like, uh, 15,000. 15, <laughs> I don't know. No, that was that's an exaggeration. We but, you know, whatever. We hey, both, we're entirely we accurate. Totally accurate. When it we, comes to the hot tubs in the limo and how many guys you lose on the battlefield, we want accuracy. Accuracy. That's Roast what we're all about. Podcast. So the Australians actually tip the sides in New Guinea, but they're never credited. And MacArthur forbids the Australian general for actually mentioning that he wasn't on the front lines or that the Australians had any part to play. How do you do that? How do you forbid a general? I don't know, Australians... Dude, like, you came in here with, like, a pot of your eight, mate. Yeah. And you've eaten all the blooming onion. There's no more craft service. So the war wages on. He wins over Washington to retake the Philippines instead of directly invading Japan. It's more of, like, an ego thing. He said, like, I will return. So he goes back to the Philippines... There's a beach invasion, and it's rumored that MacArthur rehearsed and staged the photo op for that invasion, doing it the next day and dramatically wading onto the shores of the rolling Pacific. I think I saw archival footage of this. Right. It's it, literally him in a full general's uniform just walking up to the beach. No gunfire. No, no, yeah. nothing's happening. Was his bayonet in the belly of a 15-year-old and his foot on the throat of the same 15-year-old? It was a club med retreat, pretty much. <laughs> no, nothing. That shit was sandals. He got off the yeah. fucking boat. <laughs> he was like, where's my fucking free shrimp? Where's my fucking free beers? Get my good side. It's this side. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what that shit was. But regardless of all that shit, he did a really good job in the Pacific after that, you know. This is where he becomes a, a war hero, right? So everyone, eventually, the whole dugout Doug thing 
you know, subsides and people are like, wow, MacArthur fucking did a good job. He's been a war stooge up to this point. Right. I think all the propaganda fucking did him right. Right. And and now he, he proves his weight. Right. Doing it, uh, a kickflip tail slide. Kickflip. Down the right. Fakie. Dude, he did a kickflip tail slide onto the Enola Gay and then they dropped the bombs on what Japan. What dank did he do? <laughs> Mucho dank. Thank you, Mike. I need a skateboard move, asshole. Uh, tray flip. No slide. Good. All yeah. Right. Trey flip. Tra- I'm old. That's Mike, good. You're almost fired, dude. Trey flip. Sakalas Puentes onto the Enola Gay. What bombs drop on Nagasaki? You want another shot? Yeah. What kick? What what kind of skateboarding move did he do that made him a hero? He did a font bean plant. There you go. I can't uh, believe it. Wait, a font bean plant? <laughs> what is a font bean plant? In your own words, Mike, tell me. Describe a font bean plant. MacArthur <laughs> is there for the formal surrender of the Japanese aboard the USS Missouri. There's a lot of pictures good of that. Day. Yes. Good day. Good day. Good day. Good day. You lost. You lost, bitch. VJ day, right? Is that what it's called? Yeah, vagina, vagina day. VJ day. Hell yeah. Vaginas. Good day. Good day. And he is directly appointed uh, the leader of the Japanese occupation and reconstruction. And his first order of business is disarming the country. And one of the laws he lays down was that if any GI attacks a Japanese soldier or civilian, they'd get five year- years in jail. So he's all about setting up peace in Japan. And this is where we're starting to get this weeboo shit, right? Right, he gets the anime stuff. He gets He sees the anime. Anime? I like he that. He sees the animes. So he prevents the emperor from being tried as a war criminal, as well as some scientists that did some pretty fucked up <gasps> experiments on. Yeah. Is it, this seven three one? Yeah. Yep. Unit oh! seven thirty one. They're fucked up. I, yeah. The se- unit seven thirty one is my all time Disney villain. I I love to hate them. Tell Sorry. us about it. No. Well, a lot Unit- of Asian people with drop shadows. Yeah, we might get into it <laughs> later on, but dude, by drop shadows you mean like like like. Uh, nuke shadows. Yeah, that's that's what happened when yeah. the nukes were dropped. Uh, yeah, shadow. Y- your shadow was printed onto the building you like took cover in front of. But anyway, just so you, just so the general public knows, uh, Unit Seven Thirty One was pretty much just the worst people in the world. They experimented physically, biologically on prisoners of war to ascertain scientific data a lot of it was their own people as well yeah yeah not yeah. good people uh, a lot of the subjects we've all heard of the nazi experiments yep. that happened this yep. was tenfold they went fucking crazy they used all their fucking own people well their people and pow's and yeah, chinese POWs, yes and the chinese, chinese they fucked that- the shit over that's where the idea of the kamikaze comes from, mm-hmm. because the Japanese Air Force knew that would happen to them if they came home without a victory. Yeah. Well, right, because the emperor in their mind was God, and yeah. dying in dying in battle was the most honorable thing you could do. So if you bailed on your kamikaze run, mm-hmm. you get fucking butchered. It was yeah. if you managed not to take people down, you can't return home. Yeah. No, that's the whole kamikaze roots. It's the seven thirty one essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Bastards. Fucked up. Yep. Also, have you ever used Salampas or Icy Hot? That shit was part of uh, their uh, their experiments. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Seven thirty one. Horrible people. But and MacArthur stopped them from being war criminals because yeah. he wanted all that fucking juicy details. After these war trials, MacArthur takes a picture with the Emperor, which is fucking a big deal because the Emperor has never been seen before. I can't Tojo. Tojo? Yeah. Emperor Tojo. Yes. Of Japan. Of Japan. Ooh. 
And MacArthur has these a fucking. I it, there's every picture of him. He's got the natural waist pants, right? You know. Okay, yeah. It's like way past his belly button, like almost to his nips. So he's taking a picture with the emperor, who's that... never been seen before. And the emperor is a tiny Japanese man, and he's got he... these fucking. Are you sure he's not Bigfoot? Because he's also never been seen before. Well, a tiny version of Bigfoot. Oh, little tiny, foot. Tiny, tiny little foot. Oh, from little, the land like before little time. bear. You know, little bear. Does Little Bear not have pants, or yeah, he's, he's only wearing a shirt? Little Bear didn't no, have pants. But everyone else has pants. No, right? no, no. Well, well, I mean, his all, parents do. His parents, not his friends, though. Yeah, no feet and duck. Well, that's China, That's the Japanese emperor. And uh, <laughs> I, I said Chinese first. Whatever. Hirohito? Why not? What is his name? I don't know. Who, who's the emperor? Is it Hirohito or Tojo? Is that the same fuck? Tojo, name? I think. Was, the, was, was Tojo the racist name for the emperor? I'm totally willing no, to No, I bad. think Tojo might have been the prime minister who was convicted. Oh. I can't believe okay. it. Okay. Basically, the prime minister took all the heat. But anyway, this picture came out and they published it. And it basically humiliated the emperor. And really? part of Shintoism in Japan is that the emperor is a god. Is holy right? in respect. And that yeah. was the state religion. So MacArthur fucking tore that shit a new anus. Because he was taking photo ops with Japanese gods, pretty much? Yeah, and he was fucking a tall-ass white man. Oh. In comparison to in a comparison Japanese god. to the Japanese god. Uh, well, okay. Okay. well, Sonic okay. the Hedgehog is a kind oh of god. god. He's pretty short. He's a short man, but he's fast. Yeah, he's fast. He's a fast boy. Um, the Japanese people basically don't know what to do, right? Their god is dead, so they latch on to MacArthur. Oh, right. That's so, that's an M Night Shyamalan twist. Well, Shyamalan. Holy shit! Go on about this. MacArthur becomes like basically the head of state, and he basically becomes the American Shogun, right? So the emperor is still there in place, but mm. everyone looks to him for answers. Yeah, so, so we saw behind the curtain. We got a figurehead. Right. And over the next five years, he he personally crafts the new Japanese democracy. He ends Shintoism, as I said, and instantly grants women suffrage, writes a new constitution, which takes away the Japanese right to war. Mm. So he basically sets up the new Japanese state. Okay. And this is like where Japanese love baseball, like, very good, James yeah. Dean. Uh, okay. Ooh, you okay. do. Okay. okay. <laughs> but I think... You do. I think the Home Depot... <laughs> I think I think condition A of what you just said was he abolishes Shintoism. Yes. Shintoism is an ancient boy, isn't it, Travis? It is. It went back a long time, but now it's MacArthurism. Yeah, so that's a hell of a feat to pretty much look at, I'm going to say, a millennia old, tra millennia's old tradition and be like, no. Just bring him up to speed. Yeah. yeah. Bringing him up to speed, introducing him to post-it notes, That's hot dogs, baseball, Babe Ruth. It oh <laughs> it's ridiculous. So MacArthur pretty much shits on an ancient tradition. He shits on, on that ancient tradition. And by shits, just annihilates. But they love the fuck out of him, actually. Fucking, this is like, I think, the highlight of like MacArthur. MacArthur's fucking career. This is like, all. This would also be the highlight of our racism. Yeah, very good, very good, yatta. <laughs> Hashtag embraceism. Look it up. Yeah, but the Japanese love him. They need another person to latch onto, and like this isn't like a racist thing. Like that's just the way the culture is. Like they need someone to be in charge of them. That's why they, they're so into bondage. They need and, like a squid porn. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, a little, little uh, pregnant pause there. <laughs> uh, and by pregnant, I mean you're pregnant uh, with a squid baby. Uh, but all this, like, love for MacArthur, it's basically giving him, like, an ego stiffy. 
Like right? hentai. You know what I mean? Like he's a he's a god over there. He's legitimately a god. How can you not be? Yeah. He's just walking around stiff all the time in his kimono. He's wearing a kimono now. Oh. Right? He's got a cane built into his body. <laughs> he's got that kickstand. Yep. He's fucking Citizen Kane. And Kane being his citizen dick. <laughs> well said. Well said. Flash forward a little bit. We're getting to the end of his military career. Basically after the war. Korea is broken up into two parts. Oh? Like what we know now. Oh. A little Kim Jong idiot, right? And, North right. Korea. And, and the non-Kim Jong idiots that live underneath them. No, and then the people that make fucking K-pop. There you go. That's all they do. Shit's they tight. K-pop. <sighs> all those StarCraft warriors. Yeah. I'm going to show, show my age. Basically, showing my age nowadays is showing my age a year ago. Fucking Gangnam style. Oh. That was oh. lovely for the right, time. Right, you remember being. that? Yeah. No one remembers that anymore. So are you are you saying um, <laughs> Douglas MacArthur invented K-pop? All Pretty much. He style. he fought for Gangnam Style. He fought for the right yeah. of Gangnam Style. Mm. So after the war, the USSR and slash China, also communist, and the USA split Korea into two, as mm. we know. And the top half was communist, bottom half was capitalist. Fair is fair. That shit doesn't mesh. Oh. Korean War breaks out in 1950. And MacArthur is appointed as the first ever military leader of a UN force. So this wasn't like necessarily an American war. It was the UN, United Nations force. Right. A whole bunch of dudes being like, sort this out. Is this the first time this is happening? This is the first time it's happening. It's kind of like when Breaking fucking the, the Justice League shows up. Yeah, this you know? is like fierce. Fucking Aquaman. It's probably the worst superhero ever. You just breathe underwater. Yeah, it's not great. It's not great. It's a great power, though. When it it's nice, but I don't know if it's like superheroes. Yeah. It's not. It's, it's not worth any coverage at all. Yeah, that's like mid middle management superpowers, not superhero powers. Yeah, just some what someone wishes for. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's delivery system. Yeah, he can talk to dolphins. Great. The dolphins can't talk back because they're dolphins. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They can also rape because dolphins love to rape. Yeah. If you didn't know that, Google dolphin rape. That's a hilarious thing to figure out. 1950! He conceives and executes an amphibious assault on Ichon, which is hailed as one of the most genius military attacks ever. He's basically, he instead of going to the front line of where the, the communists and capitalists meet, he goes around them, attacks them from behind, hits Ooh. them from the back end. A little spanking. Oh. A, little, a little right in the butt. <laughs> a little kiss on the butt. Little smooch. I love gotcha. you. He loves to gape him. I he gapes you. the enemy. He gapes <laughs> the enemy hard and takes back Saul, which is the, the capital. From of, the gape. Yeah. From the gape, Saul just emerges mm -hmm, mm -hmm. from the goatee. Mm -hmm. And uh mm -hmm. you know, this is a this is a great fucking achievement. Yep. But then he gets really power hungry. Instead of like saying, like, wow, we run back, you know, North uh, South Korea. He tries pushing the North Koreans all the way back to the Chinese border on the Yalo River. Not the Yellow River. I thought it was the Yellow River. The Yolo River? It's the Yalo River. Oh. No virgin boy eggs. <laughs> Up there. No one pees in this river. So he pushes them back to that. And MacArthur's certain that the Chinese aren't going to attack back. He actually tells the president at the time, Truman now, that they're not going to attack back. They are, quote, laundrymen. <laughs> these Chinamen, really? These Chinamen are laundrymen. Uh, that's racist. A little bit of racism. That's racist. But actually, these are grizzled veterans that fought through World War II, a communist uprising, and they're very well trained. And when he reaches the border, 
The Chinese push back. They're like, fuck no. Get the fuck away from our border. We did this already. Yeah. Shisha. Go home. Yeah. Shisha. <laughs> uh, and they push, like, MacArthur and his troops all the way back past the 38th parallel, which is the border, and take back Saul. And MacArthur's, like, pushed up against the wall. And he's like, I need the presidential power to use nukes. I need the atom bomb. Need the A-bomb. And uh, this is actually in retrospect. So looking back on the war, he says, I could have won the war in Korea in a maximum of 10 days. I would have dropped between 30 and 50 atomic bombs on their air bases and depots on the neck of Manchuria. For at least 60 years, there would have been no land invasions for Korea from the north. The enemy would have marched across a irradiated base. It's not an accomplishment. Belt. Clearing this up. At this point, we had dropped two atomic bombs. Right. And he was gearing up to do between 30 and 50. We probably did not have that in production at this time. No, we had them. We, we had them. So, so did the Russians. Yeah. 30, the Russians, between 30 and 50? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone was crazy. Really? I thought then. we were kind of limited on No, we, we no. Nope. Once we learned how to do one, we did a lot. And there was no rules By 1950. <laughs> I understand. But that, that is a hell of a thing to be like, I'm going to drop you can win 25 it. times the amount of the worst bombs ever dropped. Truman! I think, I feel like Truman's on the right side of this. He feels like he's been duped by MacArthur. Because MacArthur personally said, the Chinese won't attack, right? And he's afraid that if the Chinese and the Russians are provoked enough, he'll lead the World War Three. And we just came out of World War Two. Could have happened. It's like happened. The, the war to end all wars with World War One. World War Two, the world that the war that might not end all wars, yeah, yeah. and then World War Three is we'll like the, up again. Yeah, yeah, the war is just going to continue yeah. forever. The Great War was the top us. World War Two <laughs> was was the luncheon. Yeah, and and this this World War Three would have been the night. The yeah. blooming onion, the lovely <laughs> that what that's what the, that would have been. The yeah, blooming fucking the blooming onion. onion and the nightcap. Yeah, that's it, it would have all been. It would have. It, like you go to Outback mm. and you you have a starter of a blooming onion, right, mate? Mm-hmm. And then your appetizer is a blooming onion, mm. and then for <laughs> your entree, blooming onion. Yeah, is that what full circle tastes like, Tom? It's delicious. A full mouth full of Chuck Berry fart feels like. The best thing about a blooming onion is that sauce. I just like getting it all over my face, like in my eyes where it burns a little bit. Yeah, right to the burn points. Eyes. Eyes. Only way to do it. Second spot, onion. Fucking third spot, your stomach, because you ate the onion. Correctly. Mm-hmm. MacArthur's shooting his juice all over Truman. Yeah. He's just, like shooting his war juice. He's like, I just want to drop them bombs, dog. And Truman's like, nah, dude. And Truman <laughs> fires the fuck out Easy, of MacArthur. Bro. Oh, yeah. Terminates. Yeah. Terminates this little, boy. little research mm-hmm. myself. He Very re- upsetting to MacArthur. He relieves him of his duty. <laughs> I said duty. You said relief of duty. Basically, Truman says, quote, I fired him because he wouldn't respect the authority of the president. I didn't fire him because he was a dumb son of a bitch. Although he was. <laughs> but if that was against the law for all generals, three quarters of them would have been in jail. Okay. A little bit of deciphering, but... Channel Douglas MacArthur returns home as a hero. He's been 14 years abroad. He has ticker tape parades for him. Did you just say he had 14-year-old broads? No, he did. <laughs> he, it's 15. He, he had 14 14-year-old broads. Dude, ticker tape parades. Remember the... They don't do those anymore. 
No, because it's a waste of fucking paper. It, it is, but I still would like... It's called tick- Twitter now. We, yeah. get, we get those every day. Yeah, I, Twitter, Twitter tape parade. I would love a ticker tape what parade. Was on, what was today? Hashtag... Um, uh, suck a whole dick. Yeah, suck know. my whole dick day. It was it was talk like a sugar cube day. Today. The people are furious at Truman. They burn effigies of him. Wow. And uh, the American people. The American people. They're like, why do you fucking fire MacArthur? He was a war hero. Ooh, oh right, yeah, interesting. But they didn't know a lot of this fucking shit that we've been bringing up. Yeah, but also Tr- Truman was his own kind of weenie. He's a little bit of a ween. I'd like to cover him at some point yeah. on this podcast. I love the that cover. people listen to for our history accuracy. Yep, and our yeah. culinary recommendations, such as the blooming. <laughs> <laughs> Use us in your bibliography. See what happens. No, but MacArthur, right? He came back. He was a hero. And I mentioned fucking people were pissed off at Truman. A Hearst paper. This is some great reporting right here, because oh. it's a Hearst paper. Oh, we know that. Well, wink, uh, wink. Wink, wink, em, wink, em. wink, wink. A Hearst paper wrote an article claiming that Truman was injected by a neurotoxin <laughs> by a state agent, <laughs> and that's the reason why he fired, you know, MacArthur. He got mind-controlled juice in him? Which is completely fucked him. out of, you know. He got mind-control juice in him, is yeah. what you're telling me. That's so how- this is, this <laughs> is a, a, a post-World War II situation. 1950. MK Ultra's in full effect. Yeah, dog. They might be right. They could be right. People are going crazy. He got dosed, motherfucker. Yeah, he got dosed. He was juicing. He got gassed. MacArthur addresses Congress and delivers probably one of his most powerful speeches. He says, old soldiers never die, they just fade away. Which is pretty effective. I remember seeing that quote characterized as the shit out of like Looney Tunes and stuff. Yeah. Like there was an aviator wearing corncob pipes smoking like airplane bomber and he's dropped the quote. Old planes don't die, they disappear, which is pretty much Mid-Mather. Yeah. This actually became like a fucking craze at the time. There's a Bing Crosby song, yeah. there's a Vince something. Song. I could also see the Neil Young ripping it off for the hey hey my my <laughs> You know, he talks about rock and roll doesn't die, it fades away, or something yeah. like that. I don't know, that's in that mm. song. Keep it rolling. He's a different man. From MacArthur. One congressman said after the speech in Congress that there wasn't a dry eye on the Democratic side of the aisle, and there wasn't a dry seat on the Republican side Ooh, of the aisle. <laughs> that's good writing. I appreciate that. Yeah. Because Truman was Republican. So, yeah, they were pooping themselves. They're like, wow, this dude's fucking You went to right diarrhea. I thought they wet themselves via urine, but you just think straight up straight deuced up poop, it. Straight up pooping. Straight up deuced straight the up trousers. Themselves. Segway! Hey. MacArthur, on April 5th, 1964, dies of a, a disease I can't pronounce. That's an <laughs> autoimmune disease that leads to liver failure. Probably because he drank too much because he was a, had a 50s doctor. No shit. Yeah. How are you feeling? Have Richard, some of are this. you trying to figure this out? Where's Where is it? Right here. Say that for me. Pronounce that. It's like Billary Clinton. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The way it's written out there, it looks like Billary Cirrhosis. Yeah, Billary Clinton. <laughs> he got Billary Clinton's he disorder. Billary yeah. Cirrhosis? Bil- yeah. That seems like liver fuckery, because cirrhosis is... Yeah, so he died of liver failure. Yeah, oh. crooked liver. That's uh, that, They might have uh, called that that back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Those boys got a, He's got no a good bad liver. case of the crooked liver. And that's the end Shoot him quick. of MacArthur. Oh. There he is. I think he's a, a showman. 
So something weird happened to me the other day. Go on. I was researching this for like a week and a half. Yeah. And just the other day, I work in Manhattan, and uh, Douglas MacArthur's son, that was his second wife after the whore. Mm. <laughs> Post-whore wife. Post-whore wife. He had a son named Arthur MacArthur the oh! fourth. Arthur MacArthur what? the fourth. Right. Because his dad was Arthur MacArthur Jr., and then there was an Arthur MacArthur the I third. Thought, I thought the brother. numbers stopped at where the name stopped. No, you know but he saying? had a brother that was Arthur MacArthur the third. Oh. So he named it after shit. his brother, right? Cut to the chase. So Arthur MacArthur the fourth, who was his son, who apparently might still be alive. Basically, he changed his name after Arthur MacArthur came home, or Douglas MacArthur came home, because he didn't want to be, like, in his father's legacy. He wanted to be a mus- musician. Oh, right? musician. Did he want to play hippie music, or that, that fucking ragtime? I, like, I would feel like it was hippies music. Did he appreciate the It was probably the 1960s weed smoke. Jazz cigarettes, mind you. He was smoking the 1960s weed smoke. Yeah, the bongo cigarette. Yeah, the the jazzy boy. (laughs) But anyway, he changed his name. And there was a... I I saw something online that... There was, like, reports of him existing, still alive under a different name in Greenwich Village, as late as the... Oh, As late as 2014. So he's probably still alive. He's probably in his, like, 70s. Because he was born, like... The 30s, very, I think? Look out for mail that's addressed to Pinky Eight? McPinky. Yeah, Pinky McPinks. So I'm walking past my job. Yeah. And I've been, like, ab- absorbed with Douglas MacArthur. Mm-hmm. I see this fucking dude that looks exactly like him. <laughs> fucking walking right in front. And I, like, look at him. And he looks at me. With a corn like, cob pipe. And I'm like, that might be his boy. That might be my- <laughs> his boy! Maybe boy. Maybe not. I don't know. Did you ask him any questions? I just saw him for a second, and like I didn't put it together until after I had like walked in the building to get my bagel and jerk off in the bathroom. Is I don't do what? that work. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do that at work either, Travis. Yeah, well, that was a quote. Quote me. I don't do that at work. <laughs> you didn't just hear a high five between those two remarks. Yeah, they were just. Anyway, that was my weird clinky dink, hmm. and then he blew me. And then he blew me. That magnificent stallion of a gentleman that looked like our general. How on top of the world would you feel if you got a general like that to suck your dick? How many? Don't how many, answer that. Think about that. <laughs> think about it. I feel like getting 50% off a of Blooming Onion. Do I? <laughs> you doing my callback? I am! You did my callback! I stole it! You did my callback! Yeah! I stole it! I stole it! All is I fair. penetrated you, Tom. Sure did. <laughs> you want to go to Outback Steakhouse? They serve donkey meat by them. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, but look up the Aussie troops from World War II. They were little tiny short shorts. <laughs> it's funny. They it's wore really khakis. All right, look, so, khaki shorty shorts. So Douglas MacArthur, he's got an airport that uh, I still don't know where it is because I don't believe anyone. What do you guys think about him? What's your take on? He's him? a rough boy. He fucked up my home country. Or. One of my home countries. See, here's the thing, too. I didn't mention this, but the Filipinos apparently love this man. Oh, sure. I mean, his dad his dad fucked him up. I don't know why. Anyway. The, the factual portion of this podcast has ended, by the way. It ended a while ago. Yeah, it ended uh, when I talked about... When I opened my mouth. Thanks for tuning in, you fucking uh, cocksuckers. <laughs> I love you all. Please subscribe and um, hey, then Tom. unsubscribe. Throw your phone in the garbage. Hey, hey. shit. Throw it out. Hey, Tom. Mm-hmm. What what does our podcast and 
General MacArthur have in common? I don't know where this is going. <laughs> Five stars, baby. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. If, you, if, if, you, if you really and truly love us. Give us a subscribe and a five star. It, it won't take that Do that long. on iTunes. Get us out there because we're good for the environment. We're itching for it. Follow us on the Roast Mortem podcast. Excuse me, the Roast Mortem cast. Mm -hmm. Yes. On Twitter. On Twitter. We are uh, gluten-free, not even vegan-free. We're vegan-free. <laughs> we're vegan-free. <laughs> vegan there yeah. we go. Proudly 100% vegan-free here at Roast Mortem cast. Yeah, so follow us at Roast Mortem Cast. Um, Tom Saltman, follow me at Saunched, S-A-U-N-T-C-H-T. I am Travis. You can find me at Travis Allegion with two E's. I am Cody McCann. You can find me at Cody McCann. C-O-D-Y-M-C-C-A-N-N. And the next time you find yourself at an Outback Steakhouse. Oh my god. <laughs> 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 so, order a blooming onion, stick two of your fingers in, and look at the oldest person at the table. <laughs> pour him a glass of wine with your mouth while, again. It's, while the fingers are still in there getting warm. And thank Douglas MacArthur. Yeah. For doing what he did. Talk to them about dugout Doug. Yeah, dugout Doug. Dig into that Doug fucking... while you're digging in. Yeah. Teach me how to Dougie. All right, this is the sign off. Fuck off. Thank you, Shane. Thank Suck you, Shane. my dick. Thank, thank you, Shane. Shane, for listening. <laughs> Hey, if you like what you just heard, we'd love to hear back. Yeah. Hey, dumb dum-dums. Dummy yeah. dum-dum idiots. Yeah. Yeah. We want to hear your feedback. And we'd love to know if you have someone that you want us to roast or whatever. Just want to tag us on on Instagram or uh, Twitter. Or you can email us. It's all roast mortem cast. You'll, you'll find it. Oh, yeah. At Gmail. Uh, yeah, Gmail. Well, no, we use Hotmail. We don't accept no, Hotmail. No, we don't use Hotmail. We don't use Hotmail. If you don't use Hotmail, just, just, just end it. And, and we'll do something fun with your names. Should you include those, we'll set up a fake obituary. In your honor. In your honor. Fake one. We're not going to actually kill you. And this is going to be the stylized Roast Mortem cast shoutouts. Yeah, you get a little tag at the end of the episode. And uh, if you don't want to, like, say your name for whatever reason, like you're one of those people that just, like, jerk off in your basement all day, and you just, like, have no social functions, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you can send us a DM or something with your name, if you want your name out there. Yeah. Or else we're going to use your fucking handle, which is probably, like, jerk me off yeah, you boy, give, you 69. Yeah, you can give us a, a pseudonym. Yeah, we'll make fun of anything. Yeah. Good time. Well, thanks for tuning in again. Yeah, love you. Aunque no piensen, aunque no piensen.